This is Ashley, and this is School in Life, a weekly podcast about life, love, and occasionally libations. This week in Mentor Moment, I want to talk about one of the most popular sessions in either my Mentor Me Accelerator or my Mentor Me Mastermind, and that session is around managing up. I think a big part of work and a big part of life, honestly, is managing people's expectations of you and your relationship to them. Whether you have to manage up or down or across, managing people's expectations of you, managing how they see you, managing sort of how you're perceived, negotiating that figuring that out, processing that, that's a big part of life. That's a big part of work. And the better that can do that, the more strategy you have around that, the more sort of peace and joy and ease you'll experience in your relationship with others. And they'll experience in their relationship with you. And so one of the things that I teach my mentees in both my accelerator and my mastermind program is how to manage up, how to lead from where they are, how to understand their managers, their supervisors, their bosses, their leaders, and how to leverage that understanding to get what they want out of work. And managing up isn't manipulative. It isn't, you know, a suck up, but it is being intentional. It is being purposeful with that relationship. And it's using that relationship to your advantage and to the advantage of your stakeholders, your clients, your customers, your students, and of course yourself. And if you think you would benefit from better knowing how to manage up, how to direct your manager, your supervisor, your leader in a way that will have you feeling empowered and have you feeling like you have the authority over your career, then I invite you into mentorship. I'm accepting new mentees into my Mentor Me Accelerator and my Mentor Me Mastermind programs. If you would benefit from expert level mentorship to help you think intentionally and more proactively about how to manage your own career and manage up within it, then this program is for you. You can go right to my website to take the first step at mentor-me.org. Again, I'm accepting new mentees this month. I want to invite you into this community of high achieving professional women where you will absolutely learn how to manage up and learn how to thrive in taking control over your own career. Take the first step on my website at mentor-me.org. This week in I Digress, I want to talk about how you know when to do the hard thing. And this podcast is being recorded on the heels of me doing a really hard thing, doing a really scary thing, doing a thing that was challenging, doing a thing that quite honestly I didn't have to do. But doing something that was hard, was challenging, caused me to prepare, caused me to, you know, not just kind of talk the talk, but also walk the walk. And I'm really proud of that. I'm proud of myself. I'm I'm proud that I did the hard thing, but it has me thinking about like when to choose hard or like how you know when to do the hard thing. That's what it has me thinking about. And I think I'm thinking about it because everybody who knows me, if you're a listener of this podcast, you know how much I love ease. (laughs) You know how much I believe in peace, joy, and ease. Those three words, you know, guide my life and guide my work. I really believe in, you know, just inviting ease into your life and thinking about mechanisms, systems, people who can make your life easier. Like I am constantly thinking about how can I make this less challenging? How can I not have a struggle in this, right? Like I'm thinking about those things on a regular basis. And in general, I'm rejecting anything that doesn't bring ease into my life. This situation I invited myself into over the last month has not been easy. And it culminated today. Well, hopefully it didn't culminate. It got harder, like it intensified 
like the hard got real today through something I experienced and I don't have any regrets, right? Like I don't have any regrets. I'm so glad that I did the hard thing. I'm so glad that I rejected complacency and moved through something that wasn't full of ease, (laughs) did something that wasn't easy and just did it, you know, did the work and prayerfully, hopefully it's not even over. Hopefully there's more hard things in front of me related to this opportunity. But even though it was hard, even though it was challenging, even though it was not full of ease, I have no regrets and I'm so glad that I did it. And I kind of wanted to think about And I kind of am thinking about what made me sort of choose the hard thing in a life where I value ease, in a life where I'm like, how can I find the simplest, most intentional, less friction way to do this? Why did I choose friction here? And why am I not mad about it? I think the number one sort of reason why I stepped into this opportunity and why, even though it was hard, I moved through it was because someone recommended it to me. Someone else saw something in me and said, hey, I want to invite you into this opportunity. I think that you could benefit from this. And I think that other people could benefit from you. I think that's so beautiful. I think that that's a cornerstone. Like if you're trying to figure out, should I do the hard thing? Should I embark on something that's going to take me totally out of my ease lifestyle and it's going to be hard? Like if somebody in your life recommends it for you, if somebody in your life sees it for you, sees you in it, listen to them, honor them, honor their perspective. Now, of course, you are the captain of your fate, master of your soul, whatever, like you in charge of you or God's in charge of you. But you know what I'm saying? Like (laughs) if you're a believer, I I guess like trust the people around. Sometimes I think there's value in trusting other people's vision for your life. Sometimes you don't have vision for your life in a particular area. You don't really, you know, you won't even think about it like that. You didn't even see that for yourself. But if somebody saw it for you, if somebody believes in you, if somebody recommends something for you, carefully consider that because that person, you know, if you have somebody in your life, they're not meaning you no harm. They're they're only meaning good for you. They're they're there to wish you well, to you know speak life into you. So believe them, honor them, trust them. I really believe in that, and just definitely invite you to believe in that too. Like on, honor and trust the people in your life who who recommend things to you. So that's number one. How you know if you should do the hard thing is if somebody recommends you do the hard thing. If somebody sees something in you that would help you if you did the hard thing, then carefully consider that. I think the other thing that made me say, even though this is not in my ease lifestyle, I'm still going to do this, is that it gave me a chance to put my money where my mouth is. It gave me a chance to like, not just talk the talk, but walk the walk. Like, I think that sometimes we get to a place in our lives and in our careers where we're like, well, we got this figured out, right? Like I got this figured out. I already know how to do this. I think about maybe like somebody who's a parent, right? And it's just like, you know, I got two kids. I know how to raise kids. You know, I got this figured out. And then Yo, I don't know, your cousin's kid comes over and you're just like, what the hell have I been doing? This kid is so difficult. This kid is so different, you know, whatever. And it's like, I don't know what to do with them. Like a new element can throw you off your game, but sometimes it's different. You'd be thrown off your game. Sometimes it's good for you to have a new experience or to just test your theory, test your expertise, to test your knowledge. I just think that it's good to like, at some point we become the experts, right? And I preach this to women. You should be an expert in your industry. You should be an expert in your niche. You should be an expert. Like there are things that you are really good at. And sometimes it's good to test those. If you can do everything with your eyes closed, that's maybe a sign that you're falling into some complacency. And there's an opportunity for you to kind of re-engage in your life and your work. Something that might not be as easy as what you already do every day. 
So there's that sign number two is that this idea that if you can do it with your eyes closed, if you are already the master of this, if you're the expert, maybe it's time for you to not just talk the talk, but like walk the walk, do the work, even in your discipline or even in your area. Step outside of the, I can do this outside with my eyes closed, step into a new perspective. And then the third way to sort of decide if you should choose a hard thing is if... (laughs) And this one, you know, this is based on your values. I know for me, one of my top values is wealth, money, earning money, like being wealthy, having abundance, right? Like that's a value for me. I'm not going to be ashamed of it. You shouldn't be either. So I value money. And if there is more money on the other side of a hard thing, then I shouldn't shy away from it, right? Now, of course, I'm operating in full integrity, you know, not doing anything illegal to get a bag or nothing. But but like, if there's an opportunity available to you and there's more money on the other side of it, but it's gonna be hard to get to the bag, don't turn away from the bag. Like, don't turn away from the hard thing because it's gonna be hard for you. That just, do the hard thing, girl. There's money on the other side. For all the girls who, you know, me and my mentors, like, actually, just, you know, like, listen, I'm talking about if this is something you value. If you don't care about money, if you don't care about wealth, if abundance is not a part of your value set, then, you know, it's okay. This is not for you. But if abundance is part of your value set, if money, wealth, earning money, like being able to be financially free, if being financially stable is a part of what you value and care about, if there is a hard thing in between you and being wealthy, being financially free, having financial abundance, then you need to do the hard thing. And the fourth and final framework, I think that's true for me around should you do the hard thing is, yes, this thing might be hard, but is there ease around it? So when I embarked on this opportunity, and like I said, I'm, I'm, you know, preferably still in the middle of it or whatever, but when I embarked on it, I knew that there could be ease around it. Everything about it wasn't going to be easy. And today certainly wasn't easy, but I can have ease around it. It's not going to make my whole life hard. Like this one thing might be hard, but there are other things in my life that are still soft and wonderful and not hard. You know what I'm saying? I say all that to say, like, really evaluate and interrogate why you keep rejecting hard things. If it's because you chose a soft life and you chose a life of ease, we sisters in the not struggle. However, I do want to make sure that we are not turning our face against abundance and joy and peace and impact because we didn't want to do the hard thing. So I digress. Let me know if this resonates with you. If you are like, Ashley, I follow you and I resonate with you because you're team soft life. And now you're talking about doing hard stuff and I, I can't relate. Then just let me know that I really want to hear from you. But if this does, if this does resonate, like, yeah, actually there's something that's hard in front of me and I've been turning my face against it, but this is just a reminder that I need to do it. Then let me know that too. I want to hear, I want to hear from you. You can email me at hello at schoolonlifepod.com. That's H-E-L-L-O at schoolonlifepod.com. You can also always hit me up on the social, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I think that's all the places that I am at Ashley Ashire. That's A-S-H-L-E-Y-A-S-S-H-I-R-E. Feel free to hop in my DMs, private messages. Love to connect with you. And thanks so much for allowing me to share on that. I'm excited to hear if it blesses you. So this week in TVT, I wanted to talk the good doctor and resentment. So I'm not going to spoil this for you because if you have not watched the second episode of season six, I think it's season six of the good doctor. So the latest season episode two, I'm not going to spoil this for you. But I love seeing characters go through resentment, 
right? Like I love the emotion of resentment played on screen because I feel like there is no more powerful emotion in acting than resentment because resentment has joy, it has fear, it has exhilaration, it has conflict, it has like anger, of course, and tension. I just feel like resentment is a really beautiful emotion to be played on screen. One that I hate experiencing in my actual real personal life, but one that I love seeing people on TV play. And there's an episode where there's one character that resents another one and you can just see it seething. And it's just, yeah, I'm just excited about how that's going to play out in the character's life and their experience with this other character. And yeah, I just really love when that happens on TV. That just like brings me so much joy. And then the other show that I wanted to talk about I think it's called The Resident. Yeah, it's The Resident. It's another medical show. Like, listen, child, all I do is watch medical shows. In fact, in our wedding vows, Dre and I, there's a line that's like, I promise to watch medical TV dramas with you for the rest of my life. Like, it's like, that's all I do is literally, that's all we do is watch medical dramas. But they are, oh my gosh, The Resident, they are really, really getting into political issues and like the politicalness of the healthcare system. And it's so, so good. I love when shows like, this is why I love like Law and Order series, you know, the whole rip from the headlines. I love that kind of stuff. And I feel like The Resident is going in that way. And it scares me because I feel like when shows go in this way, people be wanting to cut them. And it's like, this is their final season. And just, that drives me crazy. That's what happened with my other favorite medical drama, New Amsterdam. And this is their final season. And I'm I'm literally never going to be over it. Because they be canceling all of the shows. But The Resident is doing that this season. And they're in Georgia. Like the show is set in Georgia. And they're talking about a radical Republican governor that's going to be stealing healthcare funding. And it's just like, this is what's going on with Kemp crazy behind. So, I mean, it's just so, 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 so good. Definitely would encourage you to watch that too. The latest episode was like moving. I was shook it. Um, and I guess this episode was last week. So I haven't watched this week's episode, but like last week's episode, it was riveting. Definitely encourage you to check that out. So that's TBT. I love the drama of it all, honey. I love it. And there's a new show, I think on CBS. I think it's a cop lawyer kind of show, but it has a black woman in it. And I'm going to watch that. I haven't watched it yet, but I saw like a, my eyes rolled across a preview and I was like, mm, gotta get into this. Support black people on the silver screen. So I'm gonna check that out too. If you watch any of these TV shows and you want to kiki about it in a DM, please do that for like, please hop in there because I want to chat. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode. If you do want to watch me, if you do want to like actually see me talking, then YouTube is the place to go. I have a YouTube channel. It's um, Ashley Ashire on YouTube, A-S-H-L-E-Y-A-S-S-H-I-R-E. I post a new YouTube video every single week. Those typically come out on Wednesdays. So check that out if you want to actually see me. But thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of School and Life Podcast. I so am grateful for this community and I look forward to connecting with you next week. School's out. Class dismissed.